0: Up to £3,800 per year for managing 10 hectares of soil and up to £4,600 for managing 10 kilometres of your hedgerows. That's what you could get through a sustainable farming incentive agreement. Find out how SFI can work for you. Visit gov.uk forward slash future dash farming. Conditions apply subject to eligibility, England only. Farming Simulator is coming to the UK. <laughs> Giants Software, the creators of the globally successful simulation game, will attend Llama 24 in Birmingham in January. Watch the esports phenomenon Farming Simulator League take place on UK soil for the first time, or try out the multi-million selling Farming Simulator 22 for yourself. Free tickets are available. See you on the virtual fields. You're listening to the Farmer's Guardian podcast. Hello everybody, I'm Chris Brayford and this is the Farmer's Guardian podcast. Right, let's get cracking. A warm welcome to all our listeners far and wide. This week's podcast is a very special insight into diversity and inclusivity in farming. The team from Farmer's Guardian, including myself, Chief Reporter Rachel Brown, and editor, Olivia Mishley, were all at the Oxford Farming Conference last week to listen to a jam-packed programme of the power of diversity, which was one of the key themes of the conference. We gained the reaction and thoughts from farmers and industry leaders who participated in some thought-provoking and challenging debate at the conference. There are still many challenges the industry faces in becoming more diverse in not just its people, but its thoughts and actions as well. But I think we also cannot forget the positive steps the farming profession has made in becoming one of the most welcoming and adaptable industries in the world. We should be proud of this industry and the inroads it is making to learn, adapt and overcome the barriers to farming. So, I caught up with the inspirational Mike Duxbury, who was a co-founder at the Inclusive Farm in Bedfordshire, alongside his partner, Ness Sherlitto. If you haven't heard Mike's story before, it's one that really provides the, uh, the inspiration and it's really moving and powerful. So here you go. So Mike lost his sight completely at the age of six years old. I could never comprehend what that must have been like to go through. So many times in his life, Mike said that he's been told by people what he can and what he can't do. But this didn't stop him from achieving what was his ultimate dream to become a farmer Mike, who was originally from Blackburn in Lancashire, said he faced rejection from numerous colleges before being accepted to Warwickshire College of Agriculture, where he developed a niche for pigs. Mike says he was the first person who was registered as blind to go to agricultural college in the UK, which was a massive achievement. Only a few years ago, Inclusive Farm was founded which has provided a platform for disabled people to enter farming and demonstrate that they are enthusiastic, hungry, and determined to fulfill their own farming dreams. So almost some 40 years later, Mike provided a very powerful keynote speech at the Oxford Farming Conference. In turn, he received a round of applause in just showing what disabled people are capable of what disabled people can do and how the industry as a whole could do even more to provide those same opportunities that Mike has. So it's an absolute pleasure to be joined by Mike Duxbury. Mike? Hi Chris. How are you doing?
1: We're doing good, yeah, we're doing good. Excellent
0: we are live at the Oxford farming conference and you've been heavily involved today haven't you Mike
1: yes I was presenting the the clo- if you like the closing uh, presentation to send everybody away fully vimmed up with uh, plenty of things to to do
0: Tell us about the uh, was was it will Evans that invited you to speak at the yeah, event yeah yeah.
1: Will, will I've been involved with the ofc now for about two years I, I've come in and spoken to the um, the scholars, uh, met with quite a lot of them over the last couple of years that are obviously um, involved with this and Will obviously coming to the end of his, his tenure as chairman and this being a uh, what they call a year of uh, 2024 being breaking barriers mm. uh, he felt that um, obviously the work I've done with Setting up and running the inclusive farm project uh, fitted their uh, uh, their bill perfectly.
0: Absolutely, I think. Obviously, like you've said, there, Mike. The the big focus of the conference has been inclusivity, diversity in farming. Um, just just how important
1: is that topic? It uh, is Chris. Is huge. It it, re- it really is because it, it's the knock on effect than to other industries and you know other industries do a lot of talking about diversity and inclusion mm. and very little impact on mm. actual actions yeah. farming is, has gone a long way to actually trying to do uh, something tangible uh, with obviously the setting up of inclusive farm and other projects you heard today that people are doing to promote women in agriculture and um, People of color in agriculture, you know, disability in agriculture. Uh, what we have to do now is start bringing all those elements together to really um, create a industry where it becomes just people in agriculture.
0: And I think what was really one of, one of the many inspiring moments from from your speech, Mike, was um, that agriculture has been. Um, very diverse and open to both your, both yourself and to to other people yes, as well. It's been it, one of the the leading um, bit, kind of
1: enterprises. Yes, agriculture has been a, an industry that, and I think because farmers face so much hmm. uh, difference anyway, whether it be different weather on different days, and you know prices of of, of, of produce are always all over the place, they know they're having good times, bad times. I think they don't have time to discriminate. They don't have time to have all the nonsense. So mm. when people come along that can support them and their, their own ideas, you know, farming is having to go through a huge element of diversity in its enterprises. Mm. But that can only be done by people. Mm. So if you want it to be successful, Diversity in people, diversity in practices, and diversity in thinking is key to it all. Do you think 2024 can lead
0: a a big, big, big change in 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 making farming
1: even more inclusive and diverse? I think you... it. I think it can. Yeah. I really think it can. And I've already had conversations with people in, um, you know, from Harper Adams. Yeah. Uh, from hopefully the NFU get them involved. Had a long conversation last night with the uh, Secretary of State for Agriculture. Yeah. Uh, so yes, I, I feel like it can do, but again, as long as we all push together. Yes, I, I
0: think there's a very strong message that the farming community as a whole has to come together on this issue. But I think it probably goes even further than that. You know, it 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 there needs to be more of a general understanding towards diversity in the workplace in itself, and the the contribution that people with disabilities, what they can bring to a workforce.
1: Absolutely, no, you're, and you're absolutely right. I mean, this, you know, uh, I mean, long-term, my hopes would be that we start working with schools. Yes. Um, and bring people who have got a hunger for farming from schools and prepare them with the right skills through college so that when they go out into the industry it's not just on the apprenticeship it's on the fact that they are now trained to work in that industry mm. one of the things that didn't come over today which i was a bit disappointed with mm. was that we talked a lot about agriculture yeah. what we forgot is all the other stuff yes. forestry fisheries mm. um, you know the the massive food industry all the allied industries that work alongside agriculture mm. you know that in itself gives people massive opportunity for employment um, you know if instead of chasing cows around the field mm. um, they can work in you know supply chain management within you know supermarkets for instance or, or there, there's just some options
0: and we're gonna to go to um, gonna go to the speech now, Mike. Was was it quite emotional for yourself when you got that that consensus among a group of of farmers that were really buying into this message of di- the diversity in farming that you were saying? Was it quite emotional?
1: Yes, it was very emotional for me because I've been fighting um, and campaigning for better choice for disabled people for a long time. Hmm. Um, and when you see an experience and feel um, the the doors opening in front of you and the wel- people welcoming what you're saying, it gives you so much hope that finally we are on the right track to make a difference
0: Mike, why are you passionate about farming? What gives you that hunger every single day to get up, do such a very hard job but you know with all the the passion and the enthusiasm that that you have what what
1: what inspires you that inspiration came at the age of 7 years old yeah and i guess um, i've never shied away from picking the, <laughs> uh, the the probably the hardest choice for a blind person yeah But no, for me, I I, I really can't explain the the love I have for farming. Mm. The joy it brings me, the the reward. Um, You know, it's not a high paid power job. Mm. It's long hours, it's... uh, But when I sit on the bench at the top of my farm on a beautiful spring evening, Mm and all the animals are now quiet, fed and at rest. I, I, I cannot tell you the feeling it brings, that that is my bit of Britain and my world there, uh, mm. that brings me so much reward. And I want others to experience that, because it's something you cannot describe mm. unless you actually feel it.
0: Well, that's uh, some really powerful words, Mike. And I heard some very positive news that we are that we're planning a to open a second farm in in,
1: in Scotland Yes, we are um, uh, literally days away, days um, away. from knowing uh, the green light uh, or not I, I I'm very confident it will be yeah uh, but like everything this always can be that uh, 11th hour moment. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yes, and the the Scotland project will be even bigger because it's a much bigger farm. Yes. Uh, with all, with already uh, a commitment by some big organisations to put some funding in. Yes. Um, and the progression on this new project will be instead of me building it, I will build it with a group of students. I I have people come to the farm, and they can be like me. Yeah but they it's not easy yeah you know being living with a with blindness and and being a farmer Hmm. is not easy Hmm. i'm not pretending to be but it can be done it can be done yes that's the difference yeah
0: but was it quite um when you got that was it emily that from farmer's Guardian? did she did she give you the 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 good news about wanting to
1: be be an ambassador i was Really impressed. Really? I was chuffed, and yeah. I'm not often impressed by anybody. Well, <laughs> apart from when Blackburn but when it, well, when, when they... <laughs> I was going to say when they win, but that's <laughs> that's, that's that was... <laughs> very rare. <laughs> the, the, the point is, Chris, and you know, joking aside, mm. and I actually said to Emily, you know, what you're doing really fills me with hope mm. because you're recognising that there is a need to do something. Yes. Right? And the more people within the industry, whether it be the press, mm. whether it be a farm, whether it be whatever, the more people who come to me and say, we recognise this and mm. it needs to be... That means that we are doing our job right. And that is... that there, there is a need mm. to reach out to people yeah. and get more people in. Yeah and then farming will be able to tackle the big problems that are coming down the pipeline. For me and I know Ness, you know, we both worked bloody hard to set this project up Mm. and it's all our own money. Yeah. You know, it's not no investment from anybody else. All our own money. Yeah. And we did it because we believe in it. Yeah. And now others are believing in it too. Yeah. So. Keeps you you going, doesn't it? yeah it's our it's our inspiration yeah so yeah Good. We're, we're, we're very pleased god
0: mike thank you so much for your time absolute pleasure
1: thanks chris thanks for your time
0: we also caught with dairy farmer rory christie from jury farm in dumfries so rory apparently wanted to be an astronaut before he entered the family business as a farmer He was a main speaker during one of the Oxford Farming Conference sessions, which was titled Getting People into Agriculture. Could diversity fix farming recruitment? As you'll be able to tell from this interview, Rory is very passionate, not just about farming, but what more can be done to get people from diverse backgrounds into the industry and how farming can address the many challenges it faces in providing a bright future through the power of diversity. Here's a lesson back to my interview with Rory Christie. So Rory, thanks for joining Farmers Guardian today. Um, so from your session earlier today about um, getting people into agriculture, and if, you know, could diversity fix farming recruitment, what did you have to say to that earlier today? what was some of the points that you made?
2: So yeah, I mean, I, I agree that it can, or I think that it can, and that it's absolutely necessary. Diversity of people, diversity of thought, which is most important, I guess. Um, one of the things I didn't say was, there was a question about government, which I would have liked to have more time to answer, which is, you know, they have, or effectively would appear to want to stop immigration. Um, Want to stop us finding is that, new people. Is that one of the barriers then? Uh, well, if they don't want immigration, then they need to invest in bringing urban people, people who are not currently involved in farming, into farming. You can't cut off the supply um, or make it very challenging at very best without helping provide other solutions. Because on one hand, they have control of supply, and then they just hope that we will uh, be able to fix it ourselves, but they will need to help invest in every apprenticeship scheme there is, into helping um, people of all walks of life, all backgrounds, to see farming as a fantastic job, but to see agriculture. And one of the things I did say is, agriculture is too narrow, it fixes fixes in people's minds a, a, a fork or a tractor or a pair of wellies or mud. But in actual fact, what we need are jobs that build communities. We need to fulfil many um, roles within the rural community, not just in farming, but the traditional farm labourer. We need to get into the universities and explain to people that um, you can work in robotics, that you can be an engineer. Lots of you know, you become vets. Um that's a part of that. it as a rural job that people think of it as another option. But there are so many other things. There's people people with chemistry degrees come in to work for um, suppliers of you know, sprays for crops and things like that. You can work for, for the agrochemical companies, for the seed companies. But it goes right down into the community. If there, if there is strong farming, there will be strong community. There will be people needed in the shops. There are people needed in the hairdresser, We, we, we can um, keep clubs going properly. There will be enough people to make sure there's a restaurant in the local village. Make sure there's a pub open. Without diversity, then we will not be able to build strong communities. And, and this is a fact, okay? I think it is, of people in the UK are are, um, black people or or people of colour, I think it's about 1% in agriculture. So that means that we're not actually relevant to our customer. And as a business proposition alone, farming, agriculture, food needs to remain relevant to its consumer, so if it doesn't have a wide range of diverse bunch of people working in the system, then we will continue to lose our relevance, and when people, when industries lose relevance, people stop to care about what happens to them, and industries do disappear, and I'm not saying that farmers will really disappear, but it will continue to struggle, so I see diversity as um, survival and necessary for survival, necessary to thrive. What have been some of the,
0: the key issues then that have held the industry back in that sense and Rory over you know so many years you know what what's held farming back in that respect of being more diverse? I just
2: think it's been going through a huge change process. Mm. It's been through a change process for 30 years now Probably what started that is the reduction of um, what we call subsidy and disconnecting from government control. We were, you know, as it the McSherry reforms come in, and, and, and they are, you know, long term. That it's having impact now. Now culture's gone through a huge change process, and you know, hasn't, probably slept walked into a labour crisis the villages dwindled, we weren't aware, we just complained and blamed somebody else. But um, we now need to build back communities, rural society. so it's a good place for people to live. It's all very well employing them, you can employ the people, we'll get lots of good ideas how to get people onto farm or into food, um, but at the end of the day, we actually need to give them a good place to work, um, we need a good place to live, I should say. A good place to live. They need to be able to uh, connect with somebody when they go into the house and shut the door on a dark night in the middle of winter after a hard day's work. They need to be able to come to a rural community and find their, their partner, find their next wife, or husband. They need to be able to build lives and live in a place as well as work in a place. We don't need itinerant workers, we need people to come to this. Our communities, whether it be from another country or from another from a town, another city, we need them to come and live in the community and be part of it and value the farm as, as the foundation of that community.
0: I think sometimes people don't really understand the the successes and maybe the how wonderful farming is as a community of like-minded people who want to come together. And we have to be
2: very good at selling our story. Yeah, we need to sell our story. Yeah, much better. But well, yeah, it's it's tough at times, but we don't have the absolute right to hard work, early mornings, long days. Many, many people in our country work long hours. Many people work shifts. Many people get up in the middle of the night to do their job. Not just farmers. So we need to cut that rest of it out. Um, We need to talk about all the good stuff that goes along with the hard work. Because if you're going to be successful in any profession, in any industry, it's only ever by hard hard work or pure unadulterated luck. But I would suggest more than often it's hard work, determination. So that bit's that's just part of what you do. So let's um, let's just assume that, stop talking about it and start talking about all the good stuff.
0: Very family then Rory. Um, in terms of the future of farming. How long do you think kind of this this process might take in order for farming to, to you know keep build building these bridges towards no to divers?
2: You always need a crisis to create change at speed. We're in crisis. We can't. We um, can't find enough people to work. We can't. Um, see there's are struggling for many farming businesses. You dairy, fruit. every every sector is struggling to find good people struggling to find talent and if we want to turn our industry around and deliver for society and more than food but also in the environment if we want to be the climate solution and part of it at least, we need talent we need new ideas and therefore we need diversity and government aren't going to make it easy for us it's clear they are only interested in populist ideas like stopping people come to our country. Stop the birds. They're just stopping the seed capital of diversity. When you stop people coming to your country, you stop the seed capital of diversity. We'll finish in a strong point. They are clueless. But hopefully, hopefully that will change.
0: Thank you to both Mike and Rory for their time and effort in addressing such a powerful topic and providing farmers the inspiration to achieve their dreams, regardless of what people might think will hold them back. Thanks for listening. Have a fantastic week. And let's catch up next time. Goodbye. Goodbye.